Hello and welcome to My Trans Best Friend, the podcast where me, Lily, your trans best friend, tells you all of the stuff that is going on in my brain and so on and so forth. I have not done an episode of this show in a long time. We had uh, some uh, episodes of Zappin' and Yappin', which you may or may not have listened to. They're also on YouTube. It was a very similar vibe. It's not going to be much different from that, uh, where I was getting electrolysis done and uh, had like my camera and like a little mini microphone. The difference here is that we're not doing electrolysis right now. In fact, I am in my home studio. And I have not recorded something in my home studio in a long, long time. Uh, The benefits of this is that I have a very nice microphone and I also do not have needles going into my junk to zap away the hair follicles. So that's an advantage. Um, But hello and welcome to My Trans Best Friend. We have a very exciting episode today. Uh, First and foremost, I uh, would like to give a quick little... um, uh, a fair warning for those who, uh, uh, you know, sometimes on on this show we talk about top five movies or like food or we did a whole like recurring segment on like freedom fries at one point. There's going to be none of that today. This is a spicy episode. Um, we're not going to be reading any sort of spicy literature as we have in, on some episodes. I am going to be speaking pretty much exclusively today on my experience in the realm of of spiciness if you will um so you know if i i can't give too much of an idea of exactly where we're gonna go um but i would say it's fair to assume the most and uh you know going forward like if you're like you know what i'd be down for like a little bit of spiciness but not a lot this isn't for you this is like um, a cinnamon challenge level of spiciness we're, we're gonna we're like at a ghost pepper pepper x level of spiciness today my friends um so uh now that you have been fairly warned um we uh we can we can dive in but again be warned okay moving on my brain is like i'm it's been so long i'm rusty i'm i'm shaking off the cobwebs i'm uh getting i'm a little bit i gotta shake the rust off like okay Okay, so um, before we dive too far into the spiciness, I would first like to remind you that this show is brought to you by the Lily's Lovelies. Who are the Lily's Lovelies, you might ask? The Lily's Lovelies are the people that support me and the Lily's Lovelies community uh, via a number of different ways. Uh, Patreon, uh, TikTok subscriptions, uh, direct gifts while we're doing our streams on TikTok, and so on and so th- so forth. Uh, the Lily's Lovelies are the only reason that I am able to keep a roof over my head so that I can do all the stuff that I do, be it making videos, streaming, making podcast episodes here and there. Uh, it all happens because of you. So shout out to the Lily's Lovelies. And if you want to join the Lily's Lovelies, you can go to patreon.com slash lilitino uh, or uh, hop in on one of my TikTok streams and subscribe there. We now, uh, since the last time I've recorded this, or at least this specific kind of episode, we have a thriving Discord community. A thriving Discord community. There are so many people now, and it's like always popping. It's to the point where like I can't even read everything. There's so much. There's just so much conversation. So if you're looking for a, a fun place to make friends, that is the place. Okay. Enough, enough. Let's get into the spiciness, y'all. We don't want to, we don't want to keep anyone waiting. 
Certainly not me, because I've been waiting to record this for a few days now. Okay, so I have a couple of different topics of conversation that I want to get into, that I've just had on my mind, that I want to put down, pen to paper, voice to megabyte recording, megabytes of recording. Um, And that is, that has been, or that thing is my experience um, in the... And get ready. We're about to dive in. One last, one last warning. My experience in the kink community. Okay, I have been getting into this now. I am not going to um, be too specific as far as my personal like intimacy with others within the context of the the kink community because um, I don't want to share too much. However, I do have a lot to say. That is just as, if not more interesting, um, with the the couple of events that I've attended since I last recorded this podcast, okay? And I want to tell you how it works. So first off, I have always kind of been interested in the idea of kink. Now, what is kink? You know what? That's a good question. I'm going to to look up a Google. I'm going to Google. Ernie, what? Nope. Okay. Thank you, ad blocker. What is? Nope. Well. I said, what is K? I don't want what is K. What is kink? Kink. There it is. Okay. <clears throat> In human sexuality, kinkiness is the use of non-conventional conventional sexual practices, concepts, or fantasies. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. The term de- derives from the idea of a bend, i.e. a kink in one's sexual behavior to contrast with behavior that is straight or vanilla, quote unquote. So, you know, I think it's one of those things that you kind of know when you, you know when you know, right? That's, that's like, ooh, that's like a little, little deviant. There deviates from the norm there. That's not very vanilla. Um, and I've always kind of been drawn to that. Pre-transition, I never really, I don't know. I, you know, I, I certainly like had fantasies in that realm. And I was always very dominant in the bedroom even pre-transition it was like okay you know i i i feel this urge to to be a certain way but i didn't really know much and uh i also like never would have gone as far to like attend an event pre-transition i didn't know i didn't even know how to find these things um it's only recently i figured it out so um post-transition i i remember the the thing that kind of like inspired me to get get a move on and, and and really like dive in and start figuring things out uh was in 2021 no 22 2022 uh, where i when i attended the Folsom Street Fair and if you are familiar with the Folsom Street Fair if you're not google it i mean at your own discretion but google it um, it is a kink festival that occurs every year in San Francisco. It's huge. They close off a bunch of city blocks, and it's like a it's like a street fair. It's like a carnival fair situation, except instead of like you know, uh, you walk around and there's like fun little booths where you can do whatever. I mean, there's booths, but you can buy like paddles and ropes and you know whatever any kind of fetish you can imagine. There's like a pee pool and stuff, right? It's it's crazy. In a good way. And I remember walking up and down and seeing like, oh my. And there was like a tent where there was like a play area, if you know what I'm saying. And I had some really fun stuff happen there. 
um that was when i was like oh i th- there's there's something here that i that i like recognize within myself like i see myself here in a way i didn't realize before so like let me explore this because i really i really want to i had like i had a blast that day and i wanted to figure out more um and then i remember there was a booth there with a particular organization that was like a queer like a like a trans uh specific organization for these things and i went to one of their events and i i feel like it was maybe a month or two after i don't even remember so this is still a while back like over a year ago um and yeah like i i went to one of their dungeon parties right and it was it was like eye-opening of like people people do this right it's not like a and it's and and also what's bet what's more is like i think sometimes people think about like the term dungeon party and think um like like a uh illicit uh illegal or you know, overall, just something that like happens in back alleyways and it's technically not allowed, but it happens. Like, like if you've never been to one of these things, I, I think that's kind of the idea, right? Because it's su- such a subversive thing. Like that's what it would be, right? Um, but that's that's really not not the case. Um, these kinds of events tend to be very well planned and happen in dedicated spaces where people can be themselves in a safe uh, safe and like protected almost way where um you know there there's there's like a lot of things in place that make it safe um anyway so i went to this party and i had fun and i'm pretty sure i've talked about these things on like past past episodes so um i'm not sure i don't even know where maybe in the lily's lusties if you're on the patreon i probably got into this but um so yeah i went to a party then and i think I kind of left it be until relatively recently, like a few months ago when I went to another one of these parties. Um, and that is when I, and, and yes, and I remember now that's, I, I recorded the kind of like a recap on that in a, um, a recent zapping and yapping. I think it was zapping and yapping too. It might've been the first one too. I don't know. Either way, it's there for you and you can watch it. Um, so then we kind of bring ourselves to the present here where I have been like, okay, this is, this is something that I like, you know, I've had a fun, fun time so far exploring myself. Every time I go to one of these events, I learn something new about myself and just about the community in general. Like let's, let's do this again. Um, so there's a, um, a website called FetLife. That is, if and again, this is like the basics of basics. If you're someone who knows this stuff, like it's no surprise to you that I'm talking about this. But um, that's like the website for quote unquote the community, um, and that's not just in, in San Francisco; it's everywhere. Um, that is, it, it's like Facebook is to normal social media as FetLife is to queer like kink community. That's they, they it is that ubiquitous. Um, there is no other platform other than this that is like that significant. Um, and you can go on there and like just look for events. Um, most most events that, um, especially ones that are ticketed, uh, will list on FetLife and like link to their ticket purchase page. Um, and I remember the event that I that I stumbled upon was uh, was one of these, and I was like, huh, 
Okay, it's 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 a and and you know I know I've been referring to it as a dungeon party, which is not really the right way to say it. It's a play party, um, a play party. That's kind of like the words that people use. Um, and uh, yeah, like I I thought it would be cool to walk through my experience because it is such like a unique thing that so many people don't ha- don't have the experience of, and I feel like people would wonder, right, like. What does it look like in there? Like, how does it? What is it? What? What are the? What's the lighting? Is are like what? How? How do you get in? Like these kinds of things. Um. So I purchased my ticket. It was not cheap. It was like I remember I paid like almost a hundred dollars for this ticket. Um, and knowing what I know now, it makes sense. That was not like a. There, there's no price gouging happening here because. Oh, we'll get to it. Um, basically, this 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 co- company organization, whatever you want to call them, they have a space that they rent out. Um, and I will not name the space or the company, but they have a space that they rent out. And um, this space is like a multi-purpose space. They do not own this space. They do not keep anything there. Basically. They every time they do an event like this, they ship in, um, like v- from I guess from like a storage unit or something, uh, and with a truck, bring in mattresses, sofas, futons, he- uh, headboards, um, cages, uh, spanking chairs, uh, uh, the cross I forget what they're called, they're like the X crosses that people get kind of like tied to and stuff, um. All of this stuff uh, is brought in, which is a pretty Herculean effort for something um, uh, like, you know, pretty, pretty significant. Um, And so I remember the first time the, the, and, and I guess to be clear, this is a different party than the one I described on the Zappin and Yappin previously, different, everything, different location, different vibe. Um, it was a bigger party. So I remember I arrived at the venue. I had kind of met a few people ahead of time at like a, a restaurant just because I wanted to like have a familiar face going in and some, it was someone else's first time. So we just kind of ate a little bit and walked over. And I remember there's a line out the door. It, it not, not, not quite like a club, more just like before you go in, you have to do a COVID test. Um, and you have to like show them the co- the negative COVID test. You have to show them your ID. Uh, they have to like check their list. Um, there's like a whole rigmarole to make sure that you are who you say you are and that you don't have COVID. <laughs> uh, very important. Um, and then you go to like, an- and there's like a bouncer and then there's like another check-in table where you go and um, they ask you, all right, what, what, what kind of wristband do you want? Uh, turns out that the uh, red wristbands mean that you're not interested in like meeting new play partners right so like if i if i was wearing a red wristband uh you wouldn't be allowed to come up to talk to me and be like hey do you want to play because that's what the red wristband indicates uh and then the yellow wristband which is the opposite uh that um i am open to discussing possible opportunities with new play partners um i of course um took the yellow i mean come on this wouldn't be very exciting if i picked the red <laughs> i picked I, of course i picked yellow because i wanted to pick yellow but um 
and then you walk in. And of course, there's no windows. There's no like, you can't peek in. Everything is closed off. So it's not, it's not like it's obvious. It doesn't say like, hey, big kink party here with a big arrow. Like you wouldn't necessarily know unless you knew. Um, and yeah, and, and like people also aren't wearing their outfits, like their kinky outfits on the outside because when you get inside, there is a dress, like a changing room. But before we get to that, so you walk in and there's like, there's kind of like a social area. In fact, the way that they do it is really interesting because there are multiple different areas for like different kinds of interactions. So the first, the first area you walk into is the dedicated social space where there is a snack table. And actually the snacks were pretty good. If I recall, there was like a veggie platter with some dip. There was, um, God, I'm trying to remember, because I also have a second party that I went to recently. The most recent one I went, it was at the same place. There were meatballs and like, there were two different slow cookers, one with regular meat and one with impossible meat. There was like a veggie platter with like bell peppers and carrots and celery and like a dip. Um, at the end of the night, they put out cream puffs, which are delicious. It was like good. And they also have um like uh like water and coffee but the water is iced and has like strawberries in it it's like pretty fancy all things considered i mean the ticket is expensive and it's not like you're getting an 80 dollar spread of snacks or whatever you pay but um like you're not going to go hungry oh there's also like cheeses and stuff it's pretty good um and there's couches and stuff and just like areas that you can hang out and talk to people but of course even in the social area people are already going to be in their kink gear, right? Um, and, and that can range everything any, from anything to like straight up fully un, like naked, just no clothes whatsoever, to like topless or bottomless or wearing things that are mostly see-through or leather or um, vine, uh, vinyl, is that the word? Latex, that's what I'm thinking. Um, and, it's and, you know, there's a, just a variety of different people there. Uh, also in the social room, you're going to have a, uh, like a station where you, uh, you, there's like stickers, like, hello, my name is stickers, but also stickers that say either top, bottom, switch, or exploring, um, top and bottom. Of course, if you don't know what that is, I'd encourage you to look it up. Switch is the somewhere in between, like you can go, you can be either, um, and then exploring speaks for itself as well. So you can like kind of let people know what what where you're at right because you know the last thing you want is to get deep into conversation with someone and spend 20 minutes getting deep and like flirting and stuff and then for you to both be tops or both to be bottoms and it's like ah shoot um so there's the social area uh and then uh you can kind of walk through and get to there's like a main area and that's that's where it, it it is all it is like a hybrid social area and play area they kind of have like this big floor space where they have what you would call a house top. Um, so this is someone who is, I don't know exactly if it's, pay, I would imagine payment of some kind, maybe, I don't know. Um, but someone who is a top, as in like a dominant person who um, you can sign up to be topped by them, as in uh, let's, there's like a stage 
there's someone who's there and they, they might, you, and you like negotiate with them first. You say like, this is what I like. This is what I want, blah, blah, blah. And they'll say, great, perfect. And do you want me to tie you up? No, yes, no, whatever. How hard, how soft, that kind of thing. And then like for 10 minutes or so, they'll paddle you or spank you or whatever it is that you negotiate and agree upon with this person, um, which is really interesting. Um, in the most recent one I had, there was someone, there was a degrader who like you just sit down at a table with them and they talk to you and degrade you to your face for 10 minutes, which does it for some people, um, which is cool. Um, so there's like that space. And of course, you know, this is when you start seeing the fun stuff, right? You see people keeled over um, writhing and pain and pleasure, right? You see, um, uh, you see stuff happening. Um, then there are, there are two additional spaces which are exclusively for play and not for socializing, right? And if you're wondering how they enforce these rules, like, and, and also if people even care, they, they do enforce them and people do care and follow them. Um, there is not like unspoken rules. Everything is very, very um, upfront and you're expected to follow the rules because in an environment like this, there cannot be people who are breaking rules, even if they do seem to be more minor, like no socializing, um, because it's such a an intimate environment and consent is such a big deal um, as it should be, right? Like it needs to be a big deal. Um, like rules need to be followed. Uh, so there's like an upstairs space and it's just littered with mattresses and like futons and stuff. I would say like there's a big couch. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, like probably about 10 different mattresses slash futons in this area. Um, and the protocol, which I've learned, is that when you arrive at one of these sofas or futons, um, there should already be clean sheets there for you because the previous people have changed the sheets that they used and applied new ones. And there's like a table station with um, a box full of fresh sheets and like a laundry basket for dirty sheets as well as like water and stuff. Um, as far as I can tell, it's also like not, there's no like alcohol as far as I can tell. People might do stuff before, but it is, the, the vibe is very much a sober one. There is no bar. There is no, as far as I could tell, no visibly intoxicated people. Um, I mean, I'm sure people do it, but it's not not something that I noticed, which is cool for me as a sober person. Um, but yeah, so like the sheets, you must change them. And also like even with so many mattresses, and there's also like another play area off to the side uh, on the first floor where uh, there are like more, there's more furniture, like like um, there's like a swing, right? There's a, like a thing, kind of like a massage table situation. There's like an actual, it's not even a futon, there's like a king size bed, that's crazy. And, you know, the lighting is exactly what you'd expect, right? Kind of like red lights, um, RGB situation, dim lights. There's kind of like, at least at this last one, there was more industrial music playing, kind of like Nine Inch Nails vibes, which is perfect for this kind of thing where, you know, it's it's like energetic and, and kind of a little bit angry, but exciting and fun. Um, and yeah, so... Um, you, you walk into this space and that, that's kind of, uh, there's also a changing room. So of course I wore, um, something very nice. I wore like a, a very short black skirt, uh, more of like a belt than a skirt, honestly. 
and I put like a black tube top on and a sheer long sleeve shirt on top of that. And when I got on the metro to to go to this place, I put like baggy sweatpants on my on so that like my skirt, you couldn't even see my skirt. I was just wearing like baggy sweatpants and I put like a jacket over. So I didn't really look the part until I arrived and took off the sweatpants and the jacket and it was like oh, ready to go. And if, and I would take the tube top off as well so that you could see my whole chest through. Um, and uh, yeah, and like the changing rooms are very open as you can imagine. There's no like gendered, there's no like men's and women's. It's just like a big area where everyone's getting dressed no matter who you are. There are like little private bathroom stalls, but other than that, um, there's also a sauna there weirdly. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so um, at that point, uh, there there was a thing that they did um, called the gauntlet, which I participated in, where you, um, I don't even know how to say this, it's kind of, uh, the at least they, they didn't do it at the most recent one, but the time before, uh, what, you, what they do is they're like, all right, everyone, it's gauntlet time, gauntlet time, and everyone's like, woo, gauntlet time, and everyone kind of gathers gathers uh oh my god and the, uh, by the way there are a bunch of people listening to this live shout out to everyone listening to this live uh jesse lavender uh maybe i shouldn't say names i see all y'all i love y'all i don't want to i don't want out anyone for listening to the spicy pod um uh what was i saying right right the gauntlet the gauntlet um everyone's like yay gauntlet uh everyone gathers in like the main area and what they did, they were like, all right, everyone. And of course, they give like a talk at the beginning of the night about consent and everything and like ways about very important, all very important. And they say, OK, now that that's out of the way, let's do the gauntlet. All of the tops, please like move to the middle of the room. And I, of course, am very dominant, very much a top. So um, I and several others would like move to the, the, the middle of the room. And just to give you an idea at this, the, 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 le- the less recent one, which is like maybe a month ago. Um, that, uh, I would say there's like 80 people in attendance, maybe a hundred at most, maybe even less. I don't know. It was hard to say, but there are a lot of people. So I would say there was maybe 20 or 30 tops. As they say, there is always, there is a, um, a top shortage as always, right? There's, there's usually going to be more bottoms than tops for whatever reason that is. So, um, all the tops go to the middle of the room and we formed essentially a circle not even essentially, we formed a circle. Uh, and then all of the bottoms would go and find a top or at least make a line that snakes on the inside of the top circle so that um, you, you like pair up and kind of move through and like every minute or so you go to the next person. You like, and what you do is you have like 30 to 60 seconds and there's someone on the microphone calling, you know, next, next, next. And it's basically like speed dating, but for spanking <laughs> and other things. So, you know, I as a top was standing there and I, you know, someone would step in and be like, hey, and I'd be like, hey, what's up? And they go, oh, no, no, you know, just having a good night. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, what would you like? And they'd say, mm, well, how about, a, how about a spanking? And I'd be like, okay, cool. Uh, what? Uh, how hard would you like it? And then it's always kind of like an interesting, it was always like an interesting thing of trying to suss out where their scale was relative to my strength. Uh, Cause if they're like, yeah, six out of 10, you know, their six out of 10 could be my two out of 10, or it could be my 10 out of 10. Right. And I had examples of both. So I'd always kind of like err on the side of softer 
Um, most of the most of the time it was spanking, but also there there were instances. Someone asked me to like smack their chest. Someone asked me to punch their arm, um, and it was just fun. And at first, I thought I wouldn't be interested uh, in in having men um, uh, come through to be, you know, a part of the gauntlet. Right? I was like, Ugh, I'm not into men. But I quickly learned that even though it's not uh, it doesn't like quote unquote do it for me as it would for a fem feminine person coming through. Uh, but you know, it's just nice sometimes to get that aggression out, you know, and just to, because men, look, there are so many good men in the world. There's also so many not good men in the world. And I was having a tough day that day. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take it out here. And it worked. It was great. Um, so that was, it was probably like 25 minutes of the gauntlet. And by the end, my, my right hand, which I guess is my spanking hand, even though I am left-handed weirdly, uh, was, was pretty red and a little bit swollen, not like in a bad way, but I was, I like had, I, I did it. Um, and it's also, I mean, the, pur the purpose of the gauntlet is fun. Um, but, oh, Jess, uh, Jesse says, I have questions I'm going to add to Instagram. Uh, just put them in the chat. You can put them in the chat. That's easier. Um, yeah, and if anyone in here in the Discord, live Discord, uh, so we're recording this. I'm recording this for you in the future, listener, but there are also like, there's also like 15 plus people listening on Discord. Um, so you can join the Discord and listen live to this as well. But uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, put the, put the questions in the chat. I'm happy to answer them. But yeah, so this the gauntlet, besides just being fun, which it is, and a nice way to kind of warm things up in the beginning of the night, it also allows you to meet a whole bunch of people very quickly, right? Or at least like have some sort of connection with m more people in the room um, so that as the night goes on, you know, the ice has already been broken with a lot of people. Um, and... If I remember correctly, and this is where I will kind of like fade this particular evening story out. I did meet someone in particular, actually a couple of people uh, that uh, resulted in a very fun night for me. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, that that that's that's basically kind of like how it goes. Um, it was it's a lot of fun and. You know, I think I, I get a question. I, I've seen the question a lot as I've, I've hinted at this kind of thing on, on the TikTok streams before I've hinted. I use like code words and stuff. Even here, like I'm, you know, still pulling a few punches in terms of like verbiage. But um, uh, on TikTok, it was just like, yes, it's a spicy party where things happen. Fill in the blanks yourself. Um, you know, they're they're. Like STIs, I think, is is like a question that people have. Like, how do you prevent from STIs? Um, and the the first the, the first thing I'll say is that there is a very big distinction for many people between kink and and um and and like and sex. I was trying to say, can I say that? Should I say that? I'm gonna upload this to YouTube, and I don't want there to be anything flagged. We'll see. Um, there's a big difference for some people where like just like the end the end goal for many people is not necessarily penetration right or or like having an o um it often can be more like um the actual like let's so let's say you're just you're doing an impact scene so impact being like hitting spanking whatever uh in a scene meaning that's like your the thing you're doing with with your partner right um just the actual impact is often like the point 
of it. And there's, it's not like followed by penetration or an essay or an O even. Um, like the joy comes from just the, the kink of it and not necessarily like that as a warm up or like as, a, as an, an accompaniment to sex. Um, so, uh, oh, I think a lot of people are like, well, how do you avoid STIs? The first thing to say there is that not everyone even is really exposing themselves to that kind of thing. Um, but for people who are, um, it's important to note that before any scene takes place, there is uh, something called a negotiation, which I think I got into a bit on the Zappin and Yappin episode where I talked about a previous, previous, previous party that I was at. Uh, it was one of the first ones I did, but it's important to restate that it's not just like you walk up to someone at this party and say, hey, do you want to go like, you know, put something in something and like have some fun and be like, yeah, cool. And then, you know, it happens and then you walk. That's not how this works. Um, there is an incredible amount of conversation that happens before any sort of physical touch takes place. Um especially in this scene where there are a lot of neurodiverse people, myself included, uh, you really want to make sure that you understand where this person is at and what they like and what they don't like before you you ever lay hands on them. Um, for example, like maybe someone doesn't want to be touched at a, in a particular part of their body, on a particular part of their body. Maybe someone really likes this kind of stimulation, but not that kind of stimulation. Maybe um, someone is down to kiss, but not with tongue. Maybe someone is like sensitive, really likes being called this, but hates being called that. Um, there's all these different factors that you need to account for every single one of them before you, you, you do anything with anyone. Uh, because the last thing you want is to be in an intimate position with someone where you, um, uh, you do something or say something that makes them uncomfortable, especially because you're meeting new people, you're talking to people you don't necessarily know. It behooves you not to have what might feel like an excessive amount of communication before anything happens. Um, it is better safe than sorry. And this is the absolute, absolutely what is expected in the scene. Um, if you're not doing it, you're doing it wrong because, uh, this kind of this kind of these kind of parties happen uh, because people trust them to be safe, um, at least in terms of um, they don't they don't expect that they're going to be they're going to meet people who will disrespect their preferences. Right. They don't expect that there's going to be someone who who is a bad actor. Um, so, you know, in the, the scenes that I've had, there is there, there is always a negotiation. And the negotiations sometimes last longer than the scenes because you really got to make sure. You got to make sure that they like being called good girl and that isn't weird to them and that they want to call me mommy. By the way, that's what I, that's what people call me, just so you know. So all you TikTok trolls listening, feel free to drop that in the chat. Um, <laughs> that's the word I like to be called. Uh, but, you know, to make sure that, you know, and not just that, I tell them I like to be called that, that they're comfortable calling me that because not everyone is comfortable calling me that, right? And if that if they don't want to call me that, they don't have to. But we need to have that 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 talk beforehand because no one wants to have that talk in the middle of it. You want to know everything before the, right? You know, like, um, what is it? 
plan twice, cut once, measure twice, cut once. This is like measure a hundred times, cut once, because you want to make sure you get it right. Um, and in the case when you have multiple people where it's not just you and another person, which is the has been the case with some of the scenes I've done, there's it's not just one person's like likes and dislikes, it's everyone's. Right. So you got to make sure like this person likes that kind of touch, but the other person doesn't like that kind of touch. So like I got to make sure like in the heat of the moment, I keep it straight because if I don't, then the scene is no good. We can't do it. Um, consent is paramount. Negotiations are paramount. And I'm still new to it. I'm, I'm still learning. Um, I'm still learning like terminology about what the, what's what. But, you know, there's a, like a baseline of respect and um uh, communication that even if you're new, I, th- I think is pretty simple to understand. Um, it's just kind of like a life thing to know, like you got to talk to people, make sure they're comfortable about whatever it is that's happening. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so yeah. So STI stuff, look, it's not impossible, but also, um, you know, you, 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 you discuss in this negotiation, like, Hey, I was tested two weeks ago i was tested a month ago and nothing came up or something came up or whatever and you know using protection is definitely the default um i personally am not huge into penetrating in the first place it's not really my favorite thing especially because i have bought major bottom dysphoria so it's not particularly pleasant for me to be the penetrator um there's plenty of other ways to do have fun but um yeah so uh yeah i think STIs are something that are a risk, but as long as you communicate and you trust the person, there's only so much you can do. Uh, a question from the chat. Uh, someone asked, what body type of people do I like? Um, I picture Emily's body type, but what about curves? Good question. Okay. So um, we'll talk about, Emily is actually going to, we're going to discuss Emily and I's uh, intimacy in a little bit with full permission from Emily, of course. Is she here right now? I told her she could come and listen. Maybe not. She's busy. Um, so what body types am I interested in? So of course, I'm interested in feminine presenting people. I say this a lot on the stream, but that that's my type, right? In terms of vibes. But what about body part? Body parts? Body parts, I actually don't have a preference on um, one, one way or the other. Uh, Emily, of course, is, uh, she's what, like maybe five, eight, five, nine. And just absolutely <sighs> she is you, you can go look at her syndrome underscore uwu underscore highly recommend you'll know what i'm talking about but um i absolutely love curvy femmes curvy femmes like i love curves and 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 like is there uh you know uh I'm trying. I'm trying to be 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 delicate here, but basically, if if you've got curves that like that, that's a plus for me. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know how else to put it, but yeah. Uh, this person also asked me. Um, didn't they also ask me? Oh yeah, am I an ass or a boob girly? As in, which do I like more? Oh, that is a tough one. Ass actually it's not that tough i like both don't get me wrong i love both booty 100 percent uh okay um also i'm going to um take a look so I, I put up an instagram thing before we get into the stuff with emily i put uh 
an Instagram thing up and I said, uh, ask me spicy questions. Let's see if there's anything about, okay, someone said, oh, we want to hear about the parties. I talked about that. Do the podcast go on YouTube? Yes, if you're listening to this, it's also on YouTube and you can see my face. Um, would I date a non-binary person? 100%. A non-binary femme? Yes, please. Bondage? Yes or no? 100%. I mean, my style, um, the question is bondage? Yes or no? The answer is yes. I don't know how to use rope yet. It takes a lot of dedication to figure out how to tie knots like that um, in practice. And I don't have a lot of time in my life to do that, to practice. So also like I, uh, I prefer to restrain my partners with my hands uh, because I te- I'm quite strong and I like my, my preferred way of restraining my partner, at least within my current capacity of doing so is by taking both hands or wrists and pinning them behind their head um, and holding them there and basically grappling them into submission uh, you know, keeping their arms held above their head as well as um, their legs kind of like pinned to whatever surface we're on. Uh, other than that, I don't really have like, I guess, I don't know if you would call that bondage necessarily, but uh, take that take that for what it is. Uh, a couple other questions. Let's see. Do you think we miss, the, miss using the cake pop stick after bottom surgery? Uh, no, not at all. So for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, I, of course, am a trans woman and I am getting my cake pop stick turned into a donut, if you will. Uh, also someone in the chat said, uh, rope is hard. We use Velcro restraints. Yeah, I'd use Velcro restraints. Um, oh no the person who asked about the booty slash booby uh a curvy girl with big bo- uh big boobs no no bo- no booty very sad it's okay that that's that's totally fine with me um also of interest fear not uh okay so uh bu- 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 what are we talking about we're we talking about bondage oh yeah will i use will i miss using my cake pop stick i don't like using it even today i kind of answered this earlier bottom dysphoria is a very very strong and unfortunate thing that affects me uh when i um it's it's kind of like playing soccer with the wrong pair of shoes you're kicking the ball around like yeah you can play the game yeah you can you can you know maybe even score a goal here and there but like every time you kick the ball it's going to hurt your foot a little bit and that's literally the case for me. It's just very uncomfortable and sometimes even painful because I just feel so uh, uncomfortable with my body looking and operating this way. And it's just so deeply not me um, that I will not miss it one bit. There's no question about that. Um, do, do, do I, will I still feel pleasure after bottom surgery? Yes. Yes, I will. It takes a little while for all the nerves to rewire, but yes, I absolutely will. And I most likely will be able to reach an O, um, within about a year or so. Okay. I think those are the biggest ones. Oh, what's my biggest fantasy freakiest thing I've done. Freakiest thing I've done. I don't even know. I've done a lot of freaky stuff. I'm not going to lie. She's a very freaky girl. You know the song? It's a Gucci Mane. Then you get some, get some in the backseat of a Hummer. And I know that's the edited version. Anyways, um, 
I don't know what my biggest fantasy is. And honestly, the freakiest stuff I've done is just like very spicy things in front of a huge crowd of people watching, which should surprise none of you because I, I do like uh, gets it from a mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Someone in the chat is singing the song back to me. Um, I just like doing very crazy things in front of people. I like people to watch. I like to have an audience when I'm doing these things. In fact, at a we ha- I had someone drawing me and someone during a scene recently, which was very fun. Um, okay, those 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 look like the majority of the questions here. At least the ones I can't. I'm sure there's plenty more now, but I only took screenshots like an hour ago. Okay. So that is more or less, I don't know if the the live chat has any additional questions about uh, the play party I was at. If there's anything I missed, let me know. Or anything you're like, but what about that thing that happens or doesn't happen? Um, I'll give them a second. How are the meatballs? Good question. The meatballs were actually pretty good. I had the impossible meatballs. I mean, look, if I had to guess, they probably were pre-made impossible meatballs and they just put like a little canister of sauce in there and turned on the crock pot. It was fine. I I needed the food and it was there for me. Now I would have loved like some cocktail wieners or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The ones where it's like little, little smokies with like a kind of like a sweet one. You know, I think that would be good. Uh, the meal was pretty good, but honestly my favorite thing from that particular one, they had was the cream puffs at the end, you know? Um, favorite toy to use on someone asks, uh, another person asks favorite toy to use on someone. I'll tell you what, um, I love a good clothespin. I love a good clothespin. Um, basically you take one of those, like normally you, you know, might hang clothes up with them or whatever, but you, you, you pin you put them on someone and you just see that, watch them wince. And it's like, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Also, just, you know, pretty much any toy. But I, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. That I probably had the most fun with those so far. Yeah. Okay. I also have an entirely different subject to discuss today because uh, I've gotten the go-ahead. And I would like to, I'd like to discuss. Uh, oh, my. Uh, so... I have been dating Emily for about two months now. Emily is someone that you probably heard me talk about on stream. Emily is her real name. You can look her up. Emily Bunny Cat. Uh, all one word, no spaces is her Insta. And then uh, uh, her her spicy Insta is, and I'll spell it right now. If you need to take a second to get a pen out or open up your Instagram. Giving you time. Okay. C-I-N-D-R-O-V-E underscore u w u underscore i think that's it and um that's emily feel free to subscribe to her patreon i think you should it's very good uh but uh so we've been dating for a few months and um you know recently and and i asked her directly like hey you're cool with me saying your name on stream but like do you want me to share our intimacy stories with people and she was like yeah go for it and i was like okay i will is there is there anything you don't want me to say and she said no i said okay i will not hold back then um just because you know i could like look are there very spicy stories that i could tell you from the play parties 
that I've, I've been to? Yes. But I've not gotten necessarily permission from those people. Um, so I don't, I'm not going to just like talk about them. Uh, if I get permission at any point, I will tell those stories, but, uh, until then, um, but I do have permission to talk about Emily and I's exploits and that is a fun one. So Emily is asexual, um, at least on the ACE spectrum, which is so interesting because I've never really had a partner who's ACE as, as far as I know. Um, and I, of course, am hypersexual. So it's like kind of two ends of the spectrum. Um, but an important thing to keep in mind is that just because you are asexual does not mean you have no interest in physical intimacy. It might just mean you're, you don't think about it as much or it's not as particularly relevant to you. For some ace people, they don't want it at all. But some ace people are just kind of like more ambivalent about it, whatever it may be. That's more where Emily falls, it seems. Um, and, you know, I think... She and I uh, did a bit of a slow roll. Where, like, I'm the kind of person, like, if you want to go back and do naughty things to each other on the first date, let's go, right? I'm out, I'm out at the play parties. I'm, I'm, out, I, I'm out here. Uh, I'm ready for that kind of thing. I like that. Um, but, you know, that is not the case with Emily, which is, again, totally fine. Um, we eventually did get to a point where uh, we started, I think, kind of very recently found our groove when it comes to intimacy. Um, Emily is a bit of a brat. And if you don't know what a brat is in th this context, it's, it's not just, I'm not talking about her as a person. I'm talking about her um, vibe intimacy-wise. Uh, a brat is someone who is ultimately submissive, but makes you work for it, okay? So like, uh, if you are just like, super duper submissive if i tell you to do something like get on the bed you do it right you're like yes mommy or whatever um if you are a brat and i say get on the bed you will say make me because ultimately they're looking for the same thing right which is uh to be dominated but it's a very different vibe if you have to make someone do it versus they do it themselves. You know what I mean? Um, we have some some self-identified brats in the chat. Love it. Um, Emily has definitely brat vibes. Um, in that, uh, she and I have kind of developed this fighting sex, sort of. And let me clarify what I mean by fighting. More like grappling, Okay more oh it's emily emily's in the chat oh boy oh boy oh oh my hello i said hey i i i i've given the disclaimer oh i'm now i'm getting all blushed and stuff i'm talking about having i'm talking about sex with emily and emily is listening <laughs> it's okay though emily if i get anything wrong you let me know okay oh she's typing She's typing. Um, <laughs> the chat's like, oh my God. My face is not red. My face, it's the shirt that's red, everyone. It's the shirt that's red. Emily's in class. Okay, so have me in your ears talking about the sex that we have while you're in class. Very cool. That's kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. Um, okay, so we've, we've, so the, the thing that I've been remembering the most, well, there's a couple things, but is that when when we are in bed together, 
I, of course, like to pin down my partners, and um, I like to use words like "good girl" or what have you. I want to make sure sh- I want to be in charge, and I want and I want to be submitted to. Now, Emily is um, gives the brat energy, right? So we've kind of started doing this thing where we're like, we're fighting a little bit, like grappling. So I will be like, try, I'll have her, my, her hands above her head and I'll be like, try to escape. I'll, t- I'll tell her like, go ahead and try, right? And she will. Now, my arms are stronger than her arms. So I can hold her arms down pretty easily. However, Emily is a dancer, which means that her legs, very strong. And even me who bikes a lot, no match for those legs, um, none whatsoever. So we are actually pretty evenly matched in that I win on the upper half and she tends to win on the bottom half, usually. Um, and really, it's like, it's like full bar, it's like arm wrestling, but full body. We're like really, really trying hard on each other and it's hot. Emily says, I am a menace. It's true. It's very true. Um, and, you know, recently when we started actually having sex, because it, you know, we, we, we worked up to it, um, the fighting still happens while the penetration is occurring. Now, you didn't, or didn't you say, Lily, don't you don't like having penetrative sex? The answer is it depends. A lot of times I don't. And sometimes it doesn't feel great. Um, but uh, also, um, sometimes it does feel good. And especially if I'm very comfortable with my partner and I'm very comfortable with Emily, um, it can feel good sometimes. It's really just like a, a, a grab bag that unfortunately more often than not is uncomfortable. But, um, you know, if you can imagine like me relatively successfully holding her arms down while she is trying to get out. And again, this is all consensual. There's no like, um, there's no nothing happening that is is not what she wants as well. Um, where and she is trying to, and she is using her legs to kind of try and push me and move me. Well, at the same time, we are having sex. Like, so it's like it's like it's like a it's like a battle. It's like a very sexy battle. Um, it's a very sexy battle now. Uh, so that's been fun. Quite, that's been very fun. Um, now, here's the other thing. And Emily, at any point, once again, you're in the chat. You feel free to stop me, okay? But uh, recently, and by recently, I mean the last time I saw Emily, uh, she was over and we were doing this, you know, sex, etc. I can only come via a vibrator, usually but not this time. First time in a long time. Let's just say... Yeah. It was great. Um, We cooled down a little bit. Now, Emily did not have her O. And nor have I seen her have one before. As far as she's told me, it's a very rare occurrence. And that's totally fine. A lot of people struggle with that. Not a problem. 
So we made our way off the bed. We went to the couch and we're cuddling for a little bit. And things tend to, you know, you know, there's a round two that pops up sometimes. Like 30, 40 minutes later, you're like, you like one person gives a little kiss and it's like, huh, I think I might be ready. And we got back into it. But I was like, all right, look, we're round two here. Let's see what we can do. Because I, I would love to, ma- to make a run at an O for Emily. And we're on my couch. And I go over and I get my little portable vibe. It was, it's orange. And wouldn't you believe it, y'all? We found the spot. Would you, would you say so? Would you say so, Emily? We found it. It, it was located. Um, and uh, um, yeah, yeah, she says um, yeah. <laughs> Target acquired. And uh, it really didn't take all that long for her to get there. Now, here's the thing. We weren't ready for what was going to happen. We, we did not know. I don't think Emily knew. I definitely didn't know. Because I was kind of like holding it down there. And how do I put this? A veritable Niagara Falls occurred. And I'm put it this way. I think in the moment, and again, Emily, tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, Emily's like, oh no. And I was like, don't even worry. Keep going, please. You're doing a great job. Keep going. And so she did. Um, And uh, it was a lot. It was a lot of liquid, y'all. And again, I ain't upset. I'm very happy about this. Now, later on, did I have to like, you know, spray down my uh, couch cushion and like wash the whatchamacallit and stuff? Yes. I would do that every day, every time without, without regret, 100% worth it, 100% worth it. Now, um, after the fact, I, I think Emily said that that kind of thing had only happened once before, which means that Emily has a lot of O's to catch up on, if I, if, if, if I may say. Uh, XL protector pads on Amazon, good to know. Emily says, yes, I do. Yes, you do. Um, and I um, hope to be a part of some of those. I, uh, that lived rent free in my mind the next day. Good. We love to see it. Mine too. Um, I, of course, immediately gifted her that vibe, the magic vibe, the chosen vibe that is now hers. So she can, you know, hopefully re, re- recreate the experience for herself whenever. Um, I don't know. It's just exciting. It was a very exciting, very exciting uh, evening for me and I think also for Emily, hopefully. Um, I mean, she said it lived rent-free in her head the next day, so I, I think that's probably the case. Um, 
I I I think it's it's reasonable to assume that uh the chosen vibrator they they did like a sword out of the stone gif the chosen vibrator it's true and now of course I having gifted Emily this vibrator which was probably like a thirty forty dollar vibrator and I only say the cost because um I immediately went on Amazon and was like well if Emily's getting this one then I'm upgrading so I now have the like state of the art hitachi vibrator for myself that is that is wireless so i can bring it to parties and use it when i don't want to have to have to use the wired one so and it's already already arrived it's very exciting um i think that about covers it uh emily of course is a hottie badati and you should all follow her again c-i-n-d-r-o-v-e syndrove underscore uwu underscore um following cool yeah follow subscribe give get she y'all emily is so so good looking and has an excellent vibe so you should all go follow her um i have hot stuff coming up soon oh my by the way i mentioned it once it's been a while but you want to you want to shoot some content together you or you know you want me to take some pictures i What's that? What's that TikTok audio? It's like, I just want to take some pictures. That's me. That's me. Um, cool. Wow. Well, we we we. I think. I mean, is there are there any other questions from the chat before we wrap it up here? I suppose it's impossible for me to look at the ins. It's such a shame because you can't like on the browser version look. Because uh, uh, I, I like put it up on my story. I said any any questions and people ask questions. But then I'm not able to see it on the browser, which is so silly. Um, got a cu- put a couple people, couple people type, and I'll give them a second. But yeah, thank you for listening. I know this is a particularly spicy pod. I wonder if the YouTube's will allow it to stay up. It possibly, possibly, possibly not. We shall see. Um, we shall see. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, let me know if you like this kind of podcast episode. Um, also, feel free to drop comments about it. Um, like, if if there is a question that you would have asked for me to answer on this pod, please drop it in the YouTube comments. Or if if you're listening to it on a podcast app, I don't know. Throw throw it in a one of my comment sections. I don't know. Let me know. I might see it. Um, and uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Um, if you uh, want more of this, uh, there's plenty of podcast episodes to listen to in the back backlog. Uh, also, I stream on... T- if you're somehow listening to this and have never watched one of my TikTok streams, uh, I stream Monday through Fridays, roughly midday on TikTok. We go to restaurants. We do all sorts of fun stuff. Um, I also have a cameo now if you want to... I think it's like 15 bucks. You get a personalized message from me. Only a few people have taken me up on it. I enjoy recording them. Uh, so yeah, if you want to hop in on that, um, I have merch. There's nugget merch now. Um, it's all, it's all very exciting. So, uh, thank you again for listening. I love you and stay lovely. <laughs>